It's time for the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz. Brought to you in partnership with Life Rooms and Mercy Care NHS Foundation Trust. Staying well, staying home. Tashley here, standing in for Andy Hoyle with the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month um, Corrie Superfan Special. We've got four shows in which we're basically testing Super Coronation Street fans on their knowledge of particular characters or it could be particular storylines or locations or whatever uh, from the past 60 years. And the top two scorers uh, across the uh, programmes get into the final and, of course, win uh, that wonderful Distinct Nostalgia uh, Mind of the Month mug. So, without further ado, let's find out who our uh, third contestant is. Who is calling us? Hi, actually, it is Michael Dodson from Southampton. Fabulous. And how old are you, Michael? I am 38. And how long have you actually been watching Coronation Street? Um, since about mid-90s, I'd say, so 25 years or so. A long time, a long time. Now, tell yeah. us then, um, you've got a particular specialist interest in Coronation Street because you run a regular podcast called Conversation Street. Indeed, tell us, and, and you've done loads of these, for, you've been doing it for quite a long time. Tell us a little bit about it. It's a husband and wife sort of team setup, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. We've been running this podcast for eight and a half years or so now. We we started back in uh, 2012. Started off as uh, just we we were interested in podcasts. There was there was nothing there for Coronation Street fans, so we thought, well, why not start one ourselves? And yes, 446 episodes later, uh, we're still going strong. That's quite something. That's a lot of dedication, isn't it? What do you what? So what actually happens in? conversation street is it just a chat between you and your wife about storylines or what what do you do in, in conversation street yeah basically we we spend the, the bulk of the podcast talking about what's been going on um on coronation street that week running down uh, the main stories what some of our favorite bits are theories about what's coming up next um but we we also do character profiles we we sometimes talk around a certain topic over the show's 60 years. We've done a few cast interviews. Uh, we talk about what's been going on in the news for Coronation Street. We have listener feedback. And also, at the beginning of every episode, my wife gives me a little quiz. So um, um, hopefully it's going to come in useful for, for what we're doing this evening. <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. And uh, I mean, you two are pretty dedicated Coronation Street fans because you even have your holidays in Manchester sometimes, don't you? Tell us a bit about that. We do sometimes, yeah. I would say that uh, since we've been doing the podcast, we've tried to get up to Manchester at least once a year um, just to, to, to go and see the set or visit some places that Coronation Street has been filmed to meet up with a couple of the cast members who listen to the podcast that we've uh, grown close to. But yeah, it, it's been brilliant. And uh, we love Manchester. It's such a, a wonderful city, so welcoming and so much to see and do there. Um, it's always a joy to go back up up north again. It's a bit of a drive for us down here in Southampton, but it's it's always worth it. We last went um, over the summer holidays, which was our longest ever trip there. We stayed for two weeks and we could have stayed longer, honestly. And I know you were putting up placing, you know, putting up pictures of various places you'd be, you went to, and there were some quite unusual ones that you discovered this time. Just remind us of a couple of places you went to um, in your visit to Manchester this time. Oh, where did we go? Um, well, we were looking. We, we visited a church where they film um, quite a few of the Coronation Street weddings. Some parks that they use. We went to the canal, which was made famous when Richard Hillman drove his car into it at the end of his reign of terror. Uh, sort of blue plaques from some of the um, 
the the old cast members of Doris Speed, who played Annie Walker, we, we visited her house and uh, just to get a quick drive-by snapshot of that uh, blue plaque of that really famous actress. Fabulous. That's fantastic. So 30 questions on which character? Pat Phelan. Right. That's interesting. That's interesting because, of course, he wasn't in it particularly long. So he's not he one of the... I mean, yeah, I'm kind of banking on the fact that there's only going to be a few years that you're drawing the questions <laughs> on, to be honest. But when he was in it, he certainly did dominate. And um, for me, that was fantastic because I absolutely loved the character. He's he's become one of my all-time favourite, not only Cory villains, but Cory characters. What I thought was interesting about him was he actually had quite a lot of depth to him, to be honest. Mm. He, wasn't, he wasn't just a one-dimensional character that was coming in and just being evil and going again there was bizarrely you actually cared about him didn't you in some respects in a weird sort of way i think oh absolutely you, you talk about villains that you love to hate and um pat Beenham was definitely one of those but you're right they they developed his character so well over those uh, few years that you, you know you felt sorry for him sometimes even though he was carrying out these despicable acts and um you could really see you could really get a sense of duality with this character. And, and even he sometimes talked about, you know, I, I could be good, I could go bad. There was a big thing about him not killing anybody for the first few years. And and then he, um, he, he, he killed his first victim and <laughs> really spiralled from there. Indeed, indeed. Okay, then, so 30 questions on Pat Phelan, starting now then. In what year did Pat Phelan first appear in Coronation Street? 2013. Indeed it was. What was the name of Pat's wife when he first entered the show? Uh, Valerie. It was indeed. What was the name of his daughter? Uh, Nicola. Do you know her surname? Rubenstein. Well done, well done, well done. What was the name of his uh, of his grandson? Oh, his grandson is uh, Zach. Absolutely. Who does Pat first appear as a client of in 2013? Uh, Owen Armstrong. He does. Which city is Pat from? Liverpool. How old was Pat when he died? Oh, come on. These questions are ramped up now. (laughs) Hang on a minute. I'm going to say... 55. No, he's 54. Just, oh, just out, just out, just out. Which Coronation Street regular does Pat eventually marry? Uh, Eileen. Who did Pat Phelan blackmail into having sex with him? Uh, Anna Windass. Whose construction business does he take over when the owner moves to Thailand? Jason. Jason Grimshaw. Yep. Yeah. Which street does he want to sell a load of bogus flats from? Uh, Calcutta Street. Indeed. What was his business partner called? Um, Vinnie Ashford. Yep. Who does Pat watch die from a heart attack? Michael Rodwell. After watching Michael, played by Les Dennis, die, which two characters does he kill? Uh, he kills uh, Luke and um, Vinny. No, Andy, sorry, it was Andy. It was, yeah, absolutely. Andy Carver and Luke, Luke Britton. Who yeah. breaks into Pat's home and steals his motorbike and locks it away at the builder's yard? Um, I think that was Owen as well. It was. It was Owen and someone else. Um, was that uh, Owen and Jason? No, it was Owen and Gary. Oh, so yeah, I'll, give, I'll, give you, I'll give you half a point for that one. When Anna and Phelan slept together, where did it take place? 
Oh, I learned this one. It was the Dunford Hotel. It was the Dunford Hall Hotel. I'll give you a full point for that one. Pat leaves Weatherfield in 2014, but returns in what year? 2016. Absolutely. Who played Pat Field? Connor McIntyre. Yep, that's right. What is Pat's middle name? James. It is indeed. What was the working relationship between Pat Phelan and Seb Franklin? Uh, Seb was his apprentice at some, at some point. Who does Phelan hold hostage for around seven months? Uh, Andy. Yep, that's absolutely right. Andy Which number Coronation Street did Pat Phelan live at? Uh, 11. Yep, 11 Coronation Street. Which character begins a journalistic investigation into Phelan's property scam? That was Daniel Osborne. It was indeed. Who does Daniel visit in order to help him uncover what's really happening? Um, I think you're probably referring to uh, Laura McArdle. Yep, absolutely. Vinny's elderly mum, basically. That's right. That's right. Which character demands Phelan leaves Weatherfield when Eileen couldn't bring herself to report him to the police? Ooh, that's a good one. Was it it Todd? No, I can't give you that one. I can't give you that one. It's Tim. Tim Tim basically said, you know, he he must leave. He must must go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. A real adversary for Phelan at one point. He was, he was indeed. Why did we all think Phelan was dead, but he wasn't? Tell us uh, what he, happened. He, he fell into the sea, so he, he got into a bit of a an argument with Eileen um, when on holiday at Whitehaven one time, and uh, she found the truth about him, basically. Um, he, he leant on a railing, fell over, and Eileen stamped his fingers and he fell into the sea. Absolutely, absolutely right. And uh, uh, fantastic detail there. It was at Whitehaven. I didn't realise it was at Whitehaven. Brilliant. Um, so uh, where did he then turn up after that? Um, he ended up, I mean, he ended up staying in Wales. But there was a, he, the, we, the, we next saw him a couple of days later at a, a, a B&B somewhere. Indeed we did. And you've all more or less answered this one. Because he eventually moved from the B&B to where? Uh, to Wales, but where? Was it, uh, at, oh, okay. What? What sort of? Where was he living? What, is it a caravan? Exactly, it was a caravan park. Absolutely. Now at the B and B, going back to the B and B question, um, mm-hmm. what was the name he checked in under? Ooh, uh, I know he has an alias, which was Alan Frost. So is it that? It was indeed. It was Alan Frost. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And the final question: We've reached number thirty. Phelan's last line in the show was, you wouldn't risk getting locked up lying for her. Who was he saying that to? Um, he was talking to... Um, must have been talking to Michelle about Anna. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Right, OK, let's top that up. Didn't do too badly. You did very well. Let me, let's top that up. You've got one, two, three, four... 27 and a half points. Now, you've got the opportunity to increase those points, to boost those points up with a bit of a gamble here. Um, wow, we've been a, we've been asking uh, Coronation Street actors over a period of time now to ask questions um, about their time in the street. We're going to give you two names of two actors who've posed some questions, um, mm-hmm. and you pick one of them. And if you get the question right, you, your, your um, points are boosted by five to help you get into that final 
If you get the question wrong, you lose five points. Now, you don't have to gamble. So you don't have to gamble. But first of all, before you decide whether or not you're going to gamble or not, let me tell you who those questions are coming from. You've got a choice here of Nick Cochran, who played Andy McDonald, asking a question. Okay. Or Chloe Newsom, who played Vicky in Coronation Street. Both of them okay. from roughly the similar time in, in, in Coronation Street's history. So do you want to gamble or stay with your 27 and a half points? Oh, I think it's always more fun when you take a gamble on these things, isn't it? So I think I'll go for a gamble. Which of Nick uh, Cochran or Chloe Newsom would you like to hear a question from? Let's go with Chloe. Okay. My name's Chloe Newsom. I played Vicky in Coronation Street, and I would like you to tell me the name of my character's horse. It was Saracen. And the answer is Saracen. Fabulous, fantastic. So at uh, the end of that, you've managed to boost your score. So uh, five points on 27 and a half makes it... 32 and a half. That's brilliant. Fantastic. I can't tell you yet whether you're going to be in the final um, because we have to listen to all of them over the course of the week. But um, that is really, really good. Well done, Michael. You've done done really well there. And um, yeah, and, so and you, um, just, just finally, you're obviously, being a super Coronation Street fan, you must be looking forward greatly to the uh, the anniversary week, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as, as we're recording now, it's just uh, weeks away. And uh, if it's anything like the 50th, it's going to be incredible. And I know they can't do the big stunts and everything with all their, uh, everything that they're having to work uh, with. But I, I think it's building up just going to be, yeah, something quite, quite special. Fabulous, fabulous. And have you got anything planned on Conversation Street? Yeah, I mean, we've, all year throughout the 60th, we've been looking back over the 60 years of Coronation Street and we've been you know, visiting the 60s, 70s, 80s, watching some of the old episodes for the first time. But for the actual anniversary week, we've, we've hopefully got an interview in the pipeline. Can't say anything uh, who it is yet, but um, it, it, if it all goes ahead, it should be someone I'm really, really excited to talk to, a big name from Curry. Fantastic. Well, we look forward to that. Okay, I'll be in touch. Thank you very much indeed for taking part. Oh, thanks, Ashley. Nice speaking to you. All right, Bye-bye. take care, Michael. Bye-bye. And don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, where another superfan, this time from the Coronation Street blog, will be put to the test on their Corrie knowledge. Make sure you download our episodes from wherever you get your podcasts or via distinctnostalgia.com. It's been on our tellies for six decades, and we're big fans here at Distinct Nostalgia. And we're so passionate about our love for Corrie that we've put together some real treats for our listeners as we delve into the show's history this December. And we're supposed to be both at university. And uh, he was trying to sort of break out of this little backstreet world to better himself, really. It wasn't usual for people from some street like Coronation Street to go to university. He, he 
changed the mold. And of course, people were in those times. They, they were beginning to go to university. We're right back to the very first episode with Ken Barlow's very first girlfriend and Alan Rothwell, who played Ken's brother, David Barlow. Coronation Street went out live to start with. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, that was terrifying. Yes, yeah. You had to do a half an hour of television. Yeah, so get it right. And get it right, yeah. 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 Staying in the 60s and Kenneth Cope tells us how wooing Violet Carson, Ina Sharples, landed him a role in the show as Minnie Caldwell's lodger, Sonny Jim. She got me under the viaduct and started shouting at me, pointing a finger, pointing a finger and saying, get out, go away from here. People like you, 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 you don't deserve to be here. Get out and never come back, never come out. Go away, go away, go away. And our heads got closer and closer and closer so the bay, there's a slight pause and I said give us a kiss and it just brought the house down everybody the whole crew just laughed their heads off from our own archives we bring you never before broadcast anecdotes from Jean Alexander and Betty Driver it was Ina Sharples Margot Bryant uh, that played Minnie Caldwell me Julie Goodyear, Jean Alexander that played Hilda Ogden, and we all used to be together and do scenes just of conversation, which I miss now. We should do more of that. Meanwhile, Amanda Barry and Chris Bisson remember their time on Coronation Street. I went in initially into the shop, Jim's Cafe, as it was then. I was invited in there to sack Pat Phoenix. Oh. <sighs> You know, I, mean, I was actually leading Lady in the West End doing me bit, but actually going there to do. Now you talk about nerves. She was the leading lady of Coronation oh, Street, wasn't she? But it wasn't that. It was that it was unreal. It was surreal. Everybody says it, and it's true. You're completely surreal to go into there and go. You couldn't concentrate. You were going concentrate a man that is not Elsie. It, it is Elsie Turner. It's Elsie Turner. I'm talking to Elsie Turner. I don't know what I'm going to say next. I'm just step. This is what you do. It was like being waking, being very in the middle of a dream, and you're going concentrate, Amanda. You are supposedly an actress. Get on with it. Yeah. We'll also have interviews with Julie Hesmondalch and Bruce Jones, and many more. Make sure you join us for all the fun. And don't forget to trawl our archives for loads of other Corrie interviews. Thelma Barlow, Steve Arnold, Nick Cochran, Chris Quinton, Chloe Newsom, Philip Lowry, Sherry Hewson, Madge Hindle, Martin Hancock, Tupeli Dorgu, stars from every decade of the world's longest-running drama serial. Celebrating Corrie at 60, this December, from Distinct Nostalgia. The Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz is an MIM production. Distinct Nostalgia is brought to you in partnership with Life Rooms and Mersey Care NHS Foundation Trust. We've lots of activities for you to do at home at liferooms.org. Staying well, staying home.